the Our Secret Spot podcast. Your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. My name is Lawrence. Uh, Jess is not with me today. She is away in Melbourne, Adelaide, Melbourne. something like that. Mm. Uh, so we have we decided to bring on a special guest for us today. Her name is Yazzie. She is now the new venue manager of the club. So you'll be seeing a lot more of her. You've probably you've if you're listening to the podcast regularly, you've heard about her a couple of times already. So since Trip has moved on, we've uh, replaced him completely. He's out. No, I'm joking. He's he's always welcome uh, with Yazzie. Um, she's been coming to the club for a couple of years now. I'm going to let Yazzie tell her own story, but I'm just doing a light introduction. So enough from me, Yazzie. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about if you start off with how you ca- came to the club event uh, for the first time or the story of getting to the club? Uh, so I was on field, which is a Ooh. yeah, like a swingery, kinky. It used to be called Thrinder or something, right? Possibly, maybe, I think it, maybe that, before like, my time. So anyone who doesn't know what field is field is like tinder but aimed at sort of non-monogamous couples looking for adding another personal couple into their relationship or having many people that's what used to be called thrinder mm-hmm. i think they got sued by tinder for obvious reasons Bastards. and then they they changed it to field but yeah that's what it is so you do the same sort of thing swipe left swipe right or you like or dislike people with a profile uh yeah sorry That's okay. Um, So I matched with uh, an event organiser who hosts events at the club presently um, and they had kind of created a a page um, as a profile on field that I matched with. Yep. Um, And then I ended up coming to that party with a girlfriend and then maybe came to that party two or three more times before I branched out into other parties um, and then started coming with – a partner and then kind of other girlfriends um, and then decided that I love the place so much that I wanted to be employed here. Yep. And now I'm here <laughs> the back end of every week. <laughs> uh, wording, phrasing. <laughs> Unintended. And the back end. So can I, if I go back to the start? So you were on uh, field and what got you onto field? Had you already been doing things like this or – it was just like, oh, I heard about this from a friend and then now you tried it and then, because you got, like you said, you got approached by someone who ran par- who runs parties here. Mm-hmm. So what was the steps in between hearing about field, getting on the field and then coming to a party? I think uh, as I started having adult relationships kind of in my, I mean, I'm still in my early 20s, but mm-hmm. like 20, 21, um, I was slowly starting to realise that, monogamy wasn't a very functional relationship style for me personally. Um, I just found it, you know, it's just not functional, a little bit restrictive and a massive flirt and I want to be able to do that in in a positive and a healthy space and um, it's nice to have a partner that appreciates that side of you and wants to get involved with that as well. Um, So then I started... um, being a little bit more 
explorative, doing kind of my own research and my own reading about other relationship styles, non-monogamy styles, ethically non-monogamous and and whatnot and swinging. Um, And then I just kind of found my way into those circles. I kind of decided, you know, after a few failed monogamous relationships, this wasn't working for me. So when I was dating that was something that I was communicating to people throughout that dating process it's like I'm not super familiar with this relationship Mm. style at this point but I know what I don't like and I know what doesn't work for me Um, and then it was kind of like kissing frogs until you found your prince you just kind of okay this has some of the qualities that I want and this person has a little bit more experience in this and then yeah, just worked my way into the the circle that worked for me. Okay. And what was that very first party like for you? Uh, overstimulating. Mm. Um, not, Wording. Yeah. Again, <laughs> again, no, I didn't, I didn't actually play at the club. Yeah. Um, or I didn't have kind of penetrative sex, as, right. as we call it very clinically. Um, mm. Maybe the first four times that I that I came, there was a lot of, observation and I was a little bit overwhelmed and it's like a whole new world I think I felt like Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole for a long time I mean I'm a little bit desensitized now at this point (laughs) yeah at this point yeah um but yeah at at that time it was very kind of you know wide-eyed and wonderful and it, it, it still is I think my my experience is slightly different like I it's almost like I have compersion towards watching people go down that journey that I went on, if yep. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was very overstimulating, um, but it was very positive. I found that the staff kind of super helpful and, and reassuring and I felt really safe. Like, I, you know, it was intimidating and it's, it's foreign to walk into a, a room full of people having sex, or it was for me at that time. But yeah. at no point did I feel unsafe like I felt very supported well, that's in that good. environment yeah good we're still kicking those goals yeah uh who were like who were the main staff members on that time oh my god I don't know because it would have been what it would have been Trip, and then you and Jess Kath Rita because what year was it this would have been 20 21 yeah. Yeah, 2021 and then there was a lockdown period mm. and then kind of dove back in after that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And you've been to those parties multiple times since? Uh, yes, since. Yeah, so I probably went to maybe four of those parties and then kind of fell into a circle with yep. people that go to that that party and um and I still have, you know, and, and maintaining friendships with couples that I met on that very first night which is really nice that's nice that's Mm, nice yeah and then what drew you to want to work at the club um I just felt I think at home Mm. in in a way that I hadn't felt in a while like my my background is health and fitness and I was a weightlifting teacher for a long time so the gym was that's my right I forgot home. about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gym was my home and that was kind of my my space where I felt really confident and mm. um where, where my family was but since I moved on from health and fitness and I don't I don't have that second home anymore I was kind of not looking for it but in not looking for it I kind of found it here um I, d- I just really liked the environment it was so much fun 
Like yeah. I could just, you know, frolic around and have the best time and meet like-minded people and have really fun, you know, eye-opening sexual experiences. And yeah. um, I think I brought a few of my – I think I brought maybe four girls one day with me to that party. I was like, you've got to see this place. It's amazing. you got to come with me. Um, and then I was showing them around and telling them where everything is. And I think I said to Trip that – oh, you know, you should really pay me to do this. Like, I'm doing this for free. Um, <laughs> and then he said, oh, well, you should apply. And then and then I applied. That's right. I remember your application when it came through. I was just like, it was so professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's really detailed and long and professional. Yeah. Like, some of them are just uh, leave a little bit to be desired. But, like, yours was like, I know this young lady. And I was just like. This young lady, <laughs> so professional. <laughs> this young professional. <laughs> Please contact me at your earliest convenience. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, well, uh, so I would be a great addition with a dick pic, which is probably a nice change. If you send in your own dick pic, like <laughs> yeah, my own dick pic. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! Re- did refreshing you know this? compared to I would be a great addition with a dick. Yeah, pic. yeah, that's true. That's mm. true. Yeah. So obviously we we hired you. Um, what what was it like then? Coming on board, working at the club versus being here socially to play or, or not to play. I mean, it's still very social. Mm. Like I think um, you start to really deepen your relationships with the people that that come to the club and some of those people you see uh, more personally and more intimately in in, in like your your personal and your private time. But you you really kind of continue to to foster those relationships when you're working here professionally, I find, Mm. or at least I do. Um, You are good at that. I sometimes am lacking in that, I feel. I'm That's just like, you're so cranky. I'm not cranky. I'm just shy. I get shy. I'm because, outing you. Yeah. Like I was saying this uh, to Michelle the other night when, I, when we came on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I had forgotten my keys to get into the club. So I left them at home because it's usually just the one key that I carry for the, mm-hmm. for the club. Uh, so I had to stand outside and, you know, there was, a, there was a bunch of people already waiting. They were lined up and I didn't feel comfortable just sort of Barging past. Barging past yeah. and breasting the door. But I'm uh, going in because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, one, what if they don't know who I am? They're like, Who's this asshole? Oh, my God, everyone listens to the podcast. No, Surely they don't. They know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, then I was sitting, standing there and I'm like, I think one of them recognised me because he sort of like gave me the, uh, the, the eyebrow mm. lift head tilt thing. And he was like, I'm just one of you regular people. <laughs> yeah, and then I, was, then, I, then I got nervous. I was like, should I, should I like – be shaking everyone's hand and saying hello to everyone. And oh my the, God, I, like the queen. You just stand I don't know what to like do sometimes. Like I just get and, – and then I and then I sort of kick myself later because I'm mm. thinking I must I must look cranky, right, because I just mm. sort of – I stand at, and look at nothing in particular mm. and they're like, what's his problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I've been, I've, been, I've been in trouble for that before. Just so. a barge pass next time. Yeah, like move out if of my way. If you're going to be cranky, really just drive it home. I would be more comfortable like – Barging past, as you put it, if I had the keys, because I'm like, how can I can open the door and let people in? But just if I'm just ringing the doorbell and I'm like, I'm <laughs> praying that like the person on the other end of the intercom can see who it is, like, instead, because you know, sometimes the picture is a little bit grainy and you're seeing, yeah. who's that? You have to wait. We're not ready. And I'm no like, no, man, it's me. Sorry. <laughs> it's Laura, it's <Tappé. laughs> Um So, yeah, that's, I do appreciate you. And that's what I appreciate about Trip as well, like mm. having those those relationships with people and like having a bit more of a personal edge. Even though I want to, sometimes I'm not great at it. So anyway. Can't be good at everything, babe. 
I don't know if I'm good at anything. I'm just kind of like, oh, I, I'm up. mediocre at all. But it's just like enough to get past. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, so continue, sorry. Um, oh, yeah, well, it's, it is very social still. Um, yeah. that, was your, that was your question. Yeah, like the difference between coming to the club as a guest versus working there. Was there any like, uh, I don't know, issue jumping the fence, you know, like people going, oh, now you're here and there wasn't that, well, now I'm here in a work capacity, I'm, mm. he- I'm here in a different capacity and then they're mm. sort of like still, um, I guess, you know, trying to engage with you on that, that more social level mm. uh, for any number of reasons, One, the most obvious being for play. Mm. Um. I think you just kind of set healthy boundaries. I think it, it, it works in my favour because I always look <laughs> so you just carry a clipboard and you wear a lanyard <laughs> and people are like, She's busy, she's got something to do. Baby, so that's what I should do. Yeah, you just carry a clipboard. People just it's like they part the sea for you, I find. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Tea towel in the back pocket, you just yeah. Why is this not a good thing? Yeah, exactly. A woman with a clipboard, it's a very powerful thing. And it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you kind of, you do set those boundaries, like I, you, but you, not in a way that is, um, like I don't, I'm not discouraging, like I'm not off-putting, like I still will have, you know, time to socialise and I put aside time to socialise as part of my role because I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you do get asked the... Hey. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you so, still working? When do you finish or... It's like, did, so does staff ever get to play? Yeah, that's, that's, the, co- that, that's, that's the one that's that, that you one. get the most. Yeah. And it's sort of – and then sometimes <laughs> if they're asking me, because I've been asked this in what I believe is two, two capacities. On behalf of the staff. On behalf of the staff or directly. Yeah. And then so I'm standing there going, how do I answer this without being presumptuous? Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, the staff are their own autonomous adults. <laughs> yeah, they can do they whatever can they like when they're not working. Have, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, or when they they're can, not when they're not busy, or when they're not working. Well, if there's an organised break, that's fine. But okay, like, right. as long as people know where they are, and it's sort of like it's not it's not busy, we can afford to have one person down, and as long as it's fair between mm. everyone, it's not like just one person goes off for half the night having a break, yeah. and then the other the, the rest of the crew are left picking up their their slack. Correct. We uh, do get asked that question a lot, so it's probably good that we you know set in this sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like. Yes, the staff can play provided X, Y, Z, and then it's just, and then then they might go, well, are you busy? Like you're the boss, you can do whatever you like. I'm like, well, not quite. Yes, but no, yeah. and it's kind of like not quite. I think um, I've definitely noticed that I play less, not necessarily because I I don't I don't want to, but time is definitely a factor when you have more responsibilities. I don't mm. I don't have as much leeway to duck off for kind of a five minute sesh <laughs> um why is oh, it sorry. funny sorry it's just i was just having anyway a quick I, five minute like what are we doing here for five minutes yeah yeah quick yeah. five minutes you get a lot a, done in five minutes a quick a bathroom beach yeah get out of the bathrooms two beach. people at once beach beach Never heard that before. You've never life. heard beige? Beige. It's short for BJ. I, I assumed it would be short for <laughs> You said Nuni before. I, I, I didn't know what that nuni. was. Yeah, Nuni. Fairy. Fairy is one that I like. But I feel like I, I don't, um, maybe because of that increased level of responsibility, I, mm. I feel sometimes a little bit irresponsible if I 
if I step away. So what I'll do now is I'll strategically schedule nights off. So if I want to come as mm. a as a patron, yep. I will take the night off to come yep. as a patron. So yep. yeah, so the specific parties that I'll kind of schedule in my yeah. in my calendar. To I do definitely that. know that feeling where I feel bad mm. if I just went off for half an hour, even though it's just like I have the capacity to and I can if I want to. I still don't mm. like to do that. I don't like to do that to the staff. Um, so yeah, I hear I hear what you're saying, um, and then coming on the next step up as the manager. So obviously we we noticed your ability uh, and your eagerness, I suppose, to this. How was that? How is how has that been? So what's it been? It's been two months, maybe around about yeah. Two months as as the manager. Yeah, how has it been? I've really enjoyed it. Like yeah. I, I, I like um, looking after a team. Yeah. I like, you know, being able to put in my, my two cents. I think um, it – I like that it's that it's freed up time for you and Jess to work on the business mm. um, and it, it allows me to kind of go through with a second eyes and, and see what we – can add and what we can do and I'm, I'm yeah. really enjoying that part of the process um, especially that you know coming from a from being a patron um, I think of it as what can I do to make the patron experience yep. better um, because I've done it quite recently yeah um, but yeah I really like it I love our team the we do have a nice cold team. pack of weirdos and I love every one of them they're amazing I love working with them yeah um, I have loads of fun yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Excellent. Well, everyone, you know where to come find her now if you want to come say hello. Uh, from the sounds of it, she's a little bit more welcoming than I am. A little less cranky. <laughs> <laughs> my thing I'm is, teasing. Yeah, my running thing on this podcast is it's like I, get in, I do get an awkward embarrassment. And you tease me about it as well when people say, oh, my God, I heard Lawrence on the podcast. I know, I know. Make it worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. It's not fair. <laughs> I don't mind because it's a, at least it's an icebreaker because sometimes I literally just say, hello. Yeah. Thank you for listening and smile. Cute. And they go, Ugh. it's hard though, like uh, knowing uh, when someone, you feel like someone knows you and mm. you don't know them because they've listened to a lot. And, yeah. you know, even though we talk mostly about the club, they get bits and pieces of my life yeah. uh, outside of the club and in the club. And, you know, they have a better idea of my personality than I would them just, just from saying hello to them. So mm-hmm. it is that strange feeling sometimes of like, I know you know stuff about me. Sometimes I don't even know what you might know because I've mm. said things like, oh, you remember you told this story? And I was mm, like... Completely forgot what that's, I said. That was like, I recorded that a year ago. I don't remember yeah. what I said. Yeah. Um, so, and they've just listened to it. So it's fresh in their mind. I, was, I have no idea. Uh, so the just, newbies are excited as well. Very yeah. excitable. Yeah. Them. I think Mostly like, guys are more excited when they, when, they, when they come to the club about the podcast. They're like, oh, we listen. I was just like, I like that. That's really endearing. <laughs> That's sweet. I love it. I love that they're excited. I love the newbies. Yeah. Excellent. All right, we're going to move on to – so this is a bit of a weird podcast today because obviously we spoke about this, but we, the listener knows we, we release these every fortnight. Uh, so it's one podcast of a guest interview and the other is a month in review. But because this month has five weekends and it's still falling, the release schedule is falling before the end of the month, we're not going to be able to um, tell – the entire month's story, like because we've still got two more events to go. We've got Pendulum uh, coming uh, this Friday and then our Mingle Night and Little Black Dress. By the way, if you are coming 
Uh, if you're looking at coming to the Mingle and Little Black Dress on Saturday night, because this is going to be released on the day that we're recording it today, uh, make sure to get your tickets now. Little Black Dress is mostly sold out. I think the Mingle is almost all done. It is all done, I think. Uh, so there's no more spots allocated for that unless people start cancelling. So if you do want to come to the club for Saturday, Little Black Dress is your only option at this point. Uh, but you better be in quick because there aren't many spots left. Anyway, shameless plug out of the way. I don't even know why I say that because this whole po- podcast is a shameless plug. Uh, we're moving on to some version of story time. Yazzie has a couple of stories it looks like and I've got one. This is the other hard thing that I've been here less, so I don't have as many stories to share. So well, technically, I shouldn't have the stories. You should have the yeah, stories. The memory of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I actually write them down, and like again, listeners of this podcast know that I've written stuff down, and I've written shorthand notes. Mm. And it maybe happens that like you know the first weekend of the month, and by the end of the month, I've written something, and I don't remember what I meant. No idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like one was just like sucked with vigor. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> What sucks? Sucked who with what? I feel like I could probably figure that one out. Maybe not the specifics. Yeah, but like I like to go into the details, yeah. like where they were. So have you listened to the podcast? Some of it, yeah. Oh, good answer. Sorry. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you said yep, no. So. Every episode, yeah. 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 <laughs> the most used bed. So Jess and I have this thing, we call it the most used bed. Now mm. the most used bed is in the orgy room, the bed closest to the shower. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that bed gets a flogging. <laughs> it's been reinforced many times. <laughs> yeah, it it's, yeah. it's bolted to the wall. Yeah. Um, we've actually talked about getting plaques made up for that, so maybe you can add that into the to the to the maintenance list. Like Lawrence, don't yeah, forget sure. the plaques are the most used bed, and we want to put like you know you know when you go to a bar and they've got uh, people have got their um, special drinking cups because they're regulars. Mm-hmm. People can have their own little plaque. Like I don't know, John and Jane. Cute. <laughs> you could do a chalkboard like so and so was here yeah. above the bed. And they but they've got to put in so many reps or pumps on, on the bed before they <laughs> So you've got to have the playroom attendant stand there and check it off. It's yeah. just like yeah. More than five pumps. Done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Back to back to what we were talking about story mm. time. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh you go first. All right. So my one was from uh, the uniform party we just had on Saturday, the twenty second, which was a really fun event. Actually, I was, that was good vibes. Yeah, it was good vibes. vibes. Yeah, I was a little bit worried about the the attendance because, like, the week before it was, it was a little bit slow, and I thought, oh, this might be putting people off, like, because the amount of uh, effort they might have to put in for the for the dressing up part of it. Mm. Uh, but then it really kicked off uh, in the last week, which is great, and then sold out event which was pretty hectic. The internet went down. Oh, lit like 7.59. <laughs> the internet went down and then 8 p.m. Lawrence walked in the door. I was like, just, I need you to fix the internet. Lawrence always fixes the internet. I'm frantically running around. I wish I'd checked it before it's, 7.59, it be, but it just it didn't can, happen that way. Yeah, no, it, but that's something you just take for granted. Believe me, I've been there before. Like yeah. you just, so you, you just go, assume that it's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> the internet not. works, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you turn it on, you're like, Oh shit! Um, well, we've we've learned a little thing where we've got to um, give you access on another device, so if it does go down. You have mobile access. Oh, so it wasn't. Yeah, it's not my fault. No, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like Jess being here. Yeah. It wasn't me. 
Um, anyway, back to Uniform Party. So this was at a party that I attended as pretty much a guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apart from the fixing the internet. Apart from fixing the internet. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't help. It's just like, there's staff shirts in the laundry for everyone. It's just like, go away, Lawrence. We don't care right now. Go Sorry. socialise. Go away from it. Yeah. yeah, leave me alone. Uh, I was um, – went upstairs to the bathrooms near the the private rooms. So Michelle was going for a, for a tinkle. And then I could – so the private room right next to the bathrooms, I could hear some play happening. So I was like, hmm, I'll go for a little wander over there. Took a few sidesteps and had a look in. And the scene was it was a, a nurse or a woman in a nurse's outfit on her back. I mean, she uh, could have been a nurse. She could have been a legit yeah. nurse. Judging scrubs. from like, you know, the, the bright red cross and the, the tight waist and not completely functional and it's, you know, the fishnets that were attached to the top. Maybe, yeah, maybe Yeah, not. maybe not a real nurse, or at least not her actual scrubs. Mm. Uh, and then so she was lying on her back with her legs sort of up and bent at 90 degrees over her partner's or the gentleman she was with's shoulders. So it was like, I imagine it, she was like actually getting her examination with her feet and stirrups. That's what it kind of looked like. And this guy was sort of like just pushed in shoulders against her her hamstrings uh, and then going down on her. And they both had their full, the full costume on. So he had, and sorry, and he was dressed as a doctor. From what I could tell, Mm -hmm. there's some kind of lab coat thing going on there. So I just assumed doctor. Could have been a gyno. Yeah, exactly. Might make a bit more sense. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine this? uh, Actually, no, did someone have gynecologists on their shirt? Oh, surely. I thought I saw that. The pussy inspector. <laughs> What's yours, Dr. Bend- Dr. Bendover. <laughs> and I had my nurse, Anita Cox. Oh. That was Michelle's name. Cute. Yeah. And so he was going down on her. He seemed to be doing quite a good job because she started orgasming and it was... How do you know? Well, there was a lot of trembling and shaking and movement around. I think even the words... Oh, fuck, I'm coming. We're coming out of her mouth. And she was trembling so much. So she was like shaking on the bed. It was just sending shakes down his. And I I like to, uh, I find humor in a lot of things that probably (laughs) ought not to be laughed at. But I, 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 no, I didn't laugh out loud. (laughs) I chuckled. I was like, (laughs) you just ruined the moment. Yeah, just losers. No, that what? Um, He was just shaking as well. So just, I could just see this, this man. In between her legs, couldn't see his face, just the top, top back of his head and this this white lab coat just sort of just vibrating like he was sitting on top of a washing machine. Going over a really bumpy road in the yeah. car. And I was sort of just like, wow, that's like, so he must have been completely just relaxed and slack, right? Because like, I feel like if I'm going down on a woman, I'm like, you know, I'm in there and rigid. Yeah, I'm like, like holding them down. Yeah if, yeah, if she's moving, I'm probably not moving that much. Like he was just like completely moving the same with her. So I was impressed. It was hot. Then another guy just came up and started next to me and just started watching too. Did they make the noise? Like the uh noise from no. being around so much? No. 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 She was just uh, Yeah. <laughs> hot. It was hot. White fishnets, her heels in the air. Good times. Yeah, cute. Yeah. When you first told me that story, I thought you were gonna say her feet were behind her head. Yeah, she's Which bent I in half. Would have been, yeah, fully pretzeled. Like just like, but that means you're like you're 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 not when you're fully pretzeled like that. You're going more for the for the dot, right? <laughs> oh my God. You're going more for the back door, or maybe the. You reckon? 
You mean you can get both, but like because they're so they're folded so far, the the clit is sort of now going a little bit away from you, right? Just gonna lean forward, babe. You got to yeah, but then you <laughs> then well, this is video podcast, and then you're like like this. You, you've lent you're coming over her pelvis and leaning <laughs> over her. Whereas, like, if she just sort of laid well flat, you can you can be both be comfortable. Mm. You so don't want to hurt your neck. No, you know, yeah. like, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, exactly. I, I strain my neck a lot, and it's just like you know, sometimes I need to be careful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel like if you're doing that, legs behind the head, it's just like lick my asshole. That's how. <laughs> that's how it looks to me. Oh God. <laughs> no, the, I don't have a problem with licking assholes. It's dot. fine. Yeah. Was it the dot? Was it the dot the word? Dot. Did that upset you a little? I just. <laughs> Not My it, freckle? Yeah, the dot. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Why is the dot giving me the ick? <laughs> the dot. <laughs> it is a little dot. It's like a little boop. You oh, okay. So, oh, sorry. All right, Dad. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> freckle, starfish, chocolate starfish. Starfish? Yeah. I heard a porn star once talking about her her own bum hole. She was on a podcast with they're watching her own scenes and mm-hmm. just sort of doing a running gag commentary. And she just goes, oh, here's where you can see. Uh, so they've edited it and they've changed it. You can see like uh, it's pre-spoke and post-spoke. And so what are they talking about? So she goes, when my ass hasn't been fucked, at least for a little while, there's little spokes around it, the little wrinkly part that oh, leads. Oh, yeah, okay. But when it's been stretched, it's smooth like a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. You know what I mean? Once you know this, you will not unsee it. That's really visual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Okay. So next time you're watching an anal porn scene, if that is your if your thing, you just look for, oh, yeah, the no spokes. Yeah, it's a wow. thing. Yeah. Thank you for anal. that, for that visual. <laughs> Think about that for the rest of the day. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> How are my spokes? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Leading back. <laughs> Sorry. Go, I'm not going oh, to okay. shut is the that, fuck is up. That my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Um, okay, so my one is actually on the most used bed, the mm. bed that gets a flogging. Yeah. Um, and on this day it did indeed get a flogging. So we had um, VR, Velvet Rope, last week, <clears throat> last Friday. Yeah. This Friday. The last twi- Friday. The 21st. Yeah, last Friday. Um, and one of the patrons, it was his birthday – yeah. Um, so his partner um, and one of the other doms had planned this um, birthday surprise and I didn't know what it was until I walked upstairs and I saw it um, and they had created a multi-person glory hole out of that bed. Mm. Um, so that what they had done is all – so three sides of the bed had yep. like a black – sheet yep um that draped all the way down mm-hmm. um uh, with openings so there was a head hanging off the bed on one side yeah on the other side someone was lying on their back with their legs up right and then on the other side someone was on all fours so you had a mouth a butt and a nunny <laughs> 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 and then the birthday boy just got to you know you oh, it was only one guy. It was one guy, just yeah, sort of moving through. Mo- yeah, okay. The different. So this is like um, that uh, porn channel series. Um, I love, I love that. 
Yep, I love uh, that channel. Check, check glory holes or something. I have no idea where the girls like behind the the wooden panels. The wooden panel, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's super industrial. And you've got the looking. video of her like her face, yeah. but she, yeah, yeah. love that. And it was very a, that. Yeah, I think that's what I was inspired by, and it's just a photo of the girl. So because obviously you can just see a nunny or or or, or a dot. <laughs> You're yeah. like, what? What does the person on the uh, uh, what is it? What does this person's head look like? I don't know. Not that I sure. What that that really matters, I suppose. Because you, what, what? I mean, that's kind of yeah, not really the point. I don't know. I've never been in that situation, so I don't know if the photo would help me in that. So in that sense, like, oh yeah, really attractive photo with this hole here. Yeah. Well, you said you left before it was because I walked in there when I was setting up. Oh no, I came after. I came yeah. at like ten. Yeah. But when I walked up there, it was all rolled up, and yeah. because the sheets were black, I didn't notice. At first glance, the difference between the frame and the actual sheets. Yeah. So when I walked back up there, I thought they it, like it was a magic trick, like they just put it up. Yeah. Like, I saw I didn't it up. See yeah. that it was already rolled. I was like, "Wow, you did that really fast. Did you? Yeah. Is it pre-assembled? Like, how did you do that? That was like two seconds." With the with the sheets, and you said there were holes. In, so it was a normal. I imagine just a flat black sheet, kind of like this thing here. It was and cut it, into sections. And they were just sort of like part, like uh, like the opening of a curtain. Yeah, exactly. So then like you a stage had curtain. There was a little bit of a they yeah, just yeah. poke their bits through that bit. Correct. So you had the two black drop sheets that were cut in half and then like layered. That makes sense. Yeah. And then just attached to the top with tape, which I was horrified by because it was really hard to get off. Oh, re- oh sorry. That's okay. You can, oh, you, you did can, it. You can blame. No, I didn't do it. But it's, I feel bad every time this is like you have to do work that's extra. That's like, oh, no, this is okay. so frustrating. I'd do anything for that glory hole set up. I was so impressed. Can I just ask about this is more logistics because I'm like, I want to know how this worked exactly. Okay, so hang on. They've got their the, – the curtain is obviously hanging down and mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a gap in between and someone's poking their bottom through. Yeah. Now they're doing this. Are they sort of cinching it at the bottom with their own hands? Or are they just sort of, they've got their ass poking through and then it's just so you can see underneath. Because, you know, like in that in that, in that that porno series, it's like it's literally just oh, a hole. it's cut off at the waist. Yeah. yeah it's like a, and so yeah. you all you get is just a hole. Um, Pun intended, like there's, yeah, it's just a hole. The, the head was literally just the head, obviously. Yeah, so I imagine. It, it cut in at the neck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> and then um, the other side, the waist was just a like the waist. She was yeah. lying on her back. Um, Where were her legs? Were they on the outside of the curtain or they poked back in? I don't remember. She just folded herself in half. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. I, well, I didn't really look like I wasn't that up in it. Oh, man. Like <laughs> yeah, I wish I got more of a visual. But it yeah. was very – I was impressed. I remember feeling – genuinely impressed mm. but i didn't quite see to answer your question yeah the logistics of the legs right that's okay how did the ha- and the gentleman did he have a good time he loved it i yeah. think i think he had a great time it'd be hard not he to was love really it. surprised i think he was a little bit nervous i heard um because he doesn't like surprises um but he mm. was very pleased he had a, a hat like a king's Oh my god! <laughs> the whole time, which I love, so he his royal highness would come and cock you all. <laughs> yeah, so he normally has, um, like, he makes these um, 
like part of a leather headband with metal spikes that he mm. sticks to the top of his head. Right. And exchange that out for the crown wow. for the purpose of his birthday. Wow. It was nice. It was very sweet. Oh, <laughs> that's a really good present. That is a good present. Yeah. And did he share the present with anyone else? It was like, this I is my toy train. I no think one. It no. was just him. Just actually. him, yeah. From what I saw, the aircon is making my eyes water. Good one, Mark. <laughs> that's all right. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it was just him and it was kind of like, I don't know, I, I remember there being a lot of movement. Like mm. it was kind of like, whoop, whoop. Right, whoop. just sort of you know, passing around. Yeah. Because for me, I'm not throwing shade at this situation. I'm just saying this is like what, when I watch that series, the idea that turns me on a little bit is, not a little bit, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that turns me on is, You've just got these room full of women with their bits hanging out just so they can get fucked. There's no other by however many guys, just randomly, whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what turns me on. It's just like you, I think it's a lack you of dirty control. slut. Yeah. yeah. It's a complete like, here it is, here's Take my what spokes. You, yeah. De spoke me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> just do as you will with that's, my spokes. That's what I that's what that's what turns me on the most about yeah. that. And we spoke about this but didn't we speak about this just before? Well not this specifically, but like not being able to see who the the penis or the strap on owner is. Yeah. I think is slightly appealing. Yeah, I think so. I think that's when for me, exactly, that's the, it's the anonymity of just being just being dirty with whoever I don't care who it is that's mm. that's 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 the turn on yeah and yeah. sometimes you know I can't speak for all women but sometimes you just prefer the dick and not the man that comes with it so yeah. this is you know a way that that can happen but you still like it to be attached right it needs to be the, I mean there's a certain level of of zhuzh that the penis owner can you know impart impart with the <laughs> equipment versus like a strap on there's some really good yeah. strap on users yeah. They have a lot of George, but you know, it's just if it's actually attached to your person. Yeah. I hear that like a bit more control. Yeah, like I mean, God, you'd hope so. The, Not the, always. You know, at, as a male body person with like you've grown up with this set of muscles that can I'm pushing forward and I'm used to that. So say I've heard that some women find it difficult when they go, Oh, wearing a strap on and strap on and then they find it hard to actually Thrust for any... It's literally so hard. ...length of time. It's so hard. I yeah. scissored the other day and I couldn't walk <laughs> up or downstairs for like two days. Yeah, my massive glutes, doms. My, <laughs> literally, my glutes. I was like, fucking hell, this is so unsustainable. Like, <laughs> I'm not fuck fit. Like, absolutely not fuck fit. Yeah, but like, uh, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard like scissoring is kind of a bit... Well, for most women that I've talked to, a scissoring is more for the male gaze rather than it being actually feeling that good. No? No. No, it feels good? Why would I do it for the male gaze if a male isn't there to gaze? I don't know. It? but oh, Okay, <laughs> sometimes I, I hear about like scissoring is like done in front of an audience, say. So. No. Yeah. No, so it's if just you get if you gotta get like right on you gotta get like clit to clit action. Yeah. If you're like just rubbing your clit on someone's leg, possibly <laughs> not. But if you're like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe we're talking about scissoring because I've been giving Michelle shit for the last few days about – so she's we've got a photographer for that's going to uh, take photos of the birth. 
Um, Hectic. And they're, it's not going to be like graphic photos. It's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be like really, say, really, really pretty photos kind of thing. My dad took a really like fully unartistic graphic <laughs> photo of me being born. Oh. That's in a, yeah, in a scrapbook at home. It's oh. really like. <laughs> <laughs> so you just turned to me and like, hope you oh, like, I weighed 3.6 kilos. Oh. It's like I was born on this. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's literally that. Oh God, what that's horrible. What the fuck is that, mom? You should give a warning in the page before. Mm. Do not turn over if you're, if you're weak stomach. Yeah. Um, no, she's going to take really artistic photos, but they've been like so since we've you know reached out to her, um, had a had a sort of a, a meeting about like what we want and the feel, feeling each other out. They've been like talking daily. I'm not even daily, more like hourly on Instagram. They chat so much and they they share stories and memes. I'm just Maybe like, are they going to run away with each that's other? That's and I said like it was just <laughs> Who is it, this it was bitch? over the weekend. <laughs> I just she was talking. It's just like such and such said this. Such and such, she sent me this. Ah, and I was. Are you two like going to scissor? Are you two dating? <laughs> just starts yeah. bursting. She goes, who says scissoring? And I just go, I don't know. <laughs> it it's feels, a thing, yeah. It's, it's going to happen. It's a thing. So I've been, yeah, giving her shit for the last few days about scissoring. And then you bring up scissoring. So I was just saying. Anyway. Must be on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> Both thinking about scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how it works. In time. I know how it works, but. <laughs> <laughs> the legs moving under the table. Like one to has to, because you have to. One you literally to, do that. So, okay, so... Yeah, I, but then who's... So, there has to be one person who's probably a little bit stronger than the other. Yeah, I was on top, so I was exhausted. Yeah, because you've got your leg... Because to actually get contact, because if you're... Sorry, if you, if you can see this. If I actually put <laughs> this on the video bit... angle your hips a yeah. little bit to get... Contact. Get in it, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, it's just your thigh rubbing against there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, you kind of have to, like, literally, like... Like yeah. angle. And one leg will be hanging in the air. So you're basically using one leg to hold yourself up. Oh, I was kneeling, sort of. Oh, sort of. I so see. So she was kind of like... Well, on, I don't see. On, I imagine. Yeah, on her back. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Look, it's over there. Um, she's kind of on her back, like up a little bit angled on a pillow maybe and yeah. had her knees up and then I was kind of sitting on top of her kneeling like that. Yeah, and then you just got to. It's trial and error, you know. Women yeah, are very, a, very patient, very, very good ex- communication skills. Often you can just talk through these things. Just <laughs> like, the fuck. Up. So guys are just like, "Who's working?" <laughs> I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna despoke you now. <laughs> oh shit! Thank you for educating me on scissoring. You're because, so welcome. Anytime. I've, uh, I've not scissored before because you know there's there's something in the way. If I was rubbing it a bit too hard, it'd be like. This is uncomfortable. Mm. Anyway, if you right along. Uh, we have a special segment for this today's episode. So we, if listeners of the podcast, we, uh, a little while ago, we did listener stories. Now we've had a listener write in again and she, her name is Sally. She actually wrote one of the stories on the last episode, uh, the last listener story episode. So she approached us um, asking us if we wanted to, have another story from her. We said absolutely because her last one was amazing. So we've gotten a story ready for you, uh, written by, read by, excuse me, the lovely Angela from By the By podcast. Uh, and then, so we can, Yazzie, if you call, we're going to listen to this and then we can react to what it says. I've read the words or part of it. And then I just copy and paste and send it to Angela. So I haven't mm-hmm. read the whole thing. Um, I just wanted to, Get an idea of what was happening. And it's then a live reaction from me. It's a live reaction from both of us. <clears throat> so, 
After reading and listening and learning about the dynamics of a dom-sub relationship, I decided I would dip my toe in the waters. I decided that I would explore the art of being submissive in play. I was not entirely sold on finding a dom or being labeled a sub, but the interest was definitely sparked. Full disclosure, I hold an executive position in a large private college and make decisions every day that affect over 150 staff members and 1,800 students. I wear power suits, high heels, lipstick, and am highly respected for my leadership, pedagogical content knowledge, organizational skills, and empowering others to be the best person they can be on a daily basis. I can model and mentor first-year-out teachers to permanent positions, coordinatorships, and beyond. Students respect me for my sternness, expectant attitude of the learning, and most of all, my fairness. Not a day goes by that I am not asked a minimum of 10 questions. I have come to learn that people like to be led. People like boundaries and expectations, and most of all, people like direction. When I am at school, I provide boundaries, expectations, and direction. It works. Up until about two years ago, I replicated my work life in the bedroom. I dominated. I was forthright in what I wanted and what I provided to my lovers, what I thought they needed. It was superb. I was always fulfilled, and my lovers were always satisfied. And then something changed. I was introduced to the art, or kink, of being a sub. I still struggle with the idea of being submissive in the bedroom, as I had always prided myself on being active and assertive and leading the sexual play. I had always thought that if one was not as such, I would be labeled as a starfish, a dead root, lazy. How wrong I was. Never did I think that I would look into the eyes of a man and beg him to control me, to make decisions on my behalf, to decide who fucks me, and the hottest of all, allow for me to come. After listening to many a podcast, reading many an article, and watching various documentaries, I'm learning and living more and more about my subkink. The physical I can handle, but the emotional side I still have a lot to learn. I'm learning that the depth of my submissive capabilities is deeply dependent on the trust that I have in my playmate. When I'm with my mark, I am so far in my subspace, I'm barely conscious. Words do not always leave my mouth. I have full trust that he will give me what I want and what I need to be fully satisfied. Yet, when I'm with a newer playmate, I don't dive as deep. At the last three C's, I have come to learn that I wasn't in my subspace, just enjoying the cocks and the experience of asking one man to control the flow of cocks coming through the door. (laughs) What was that? You want the visual? It was about halfway through the night when I found myself alone in a private room. My mark had decided to leave me to my own devices and explore the other females. I was minding my own business as Mr. X walked past. I caught his eye. I had already sucked Mr. X's cock earlier under my mark's direction. It was perfect. Great girth, great length, and it slid perfectly down my throat. I was extremely keen for another turn, so I opened the chain and invited him in. I locked the chain behind him, allowing for others only to watch and not engage. I think this excited him. He stood at the end of the bed, and I sucked his glorious cock while others watched. Every now and then, I heard a request from another. Can I do you from behind? Would you like another cock? I'd love to eat your pussy while you suck on that cock. Finally, Mr. X lifted me up and asked me what I wanted. He was young and willing to please. This excited me muchly. I replied, Your boss, you decide. A look of uncertainty flickered in his eyes and his eyebrows peaked as the words toyed in his mind. I felt a definite increase of hardness in his cock as he commanded his first comrade into the room. You, 
You come in and fuck her. Fuck her slow and match my rhythm. Mr. X was a natural, a natural with a baby face. As he requested playmates to perform various acts, his cock was forever hard and I grew wetter and wetter. He orchestrated positions and play and ensured my happiness. My wetness and my orgasms were at the forefront of the play. I was pleasured in this way for quite some time. It was an absolute honor to be pleasured by so many men in so many ways. I had been filled in every hole multiple times to allow for my multiple orgasms. I had been filled with the pleasure of having this man as my boss, making decisions for me. I had been filled knowing that when the big decisions at school were thrust upon me, I could reflect on what it was like to have someone make decisions for me. I had been filled with the satisfaction that Mr. X was getting off on making decisions for me. My love, desire, and more importantly, my acceptance of my submissive role is an extraordinary turn-on. It is one that I would never have imagined suiting me, but here I am, exploring avenues that stretch my thinking and perception of myself. As I once said to the jib rocker, I love playing with you because I can be my own little slutty whorebag self. The jib rocker, have I introduced you to him yet? Oh my, now that's a story you will not want to miss. Sally. Oh my God, a cliffhanger. I know. <laughs> She's left us what You're he like, wants. Who's the jib rocker? Yeah, this is like a HBO special. It's just like, I need to know who the jib rocker is. I did say to Sally because I read the last uh, little bit because I wanted to see what, how it ended. Mm-hmm. And this is like... Uh, it feels like we've got a little s- series going on here. Yeah. Like every every month, we get a new little uh, uh, reading uh, story from Sally. But um, the notes that I got from that lady like, is obviously the the juxtaposition of her work life versus who she is when she comes to play. Mm-hmm. It feels common, um, not not common, but like I've heard that that sort of that that. Um, What's the word I'm looking for here? The that style of like surrendering power, you know, people in powerful positions like wanting to give that up. Totally, it's it. You know, it's just part of being a multifaceted human being. I think if people find their like, and I can relate to this, and, and there's tons of people that come to the club that relate to this. I think if you are in a powerful position in your professional life, you just don't have that kind of. Like you have that need to just want to let go and just not have to make decisions and not have to be in charge. And lots of people find that in that submissive space. Mm. I think that's really cool. Do you think that the opposite is true as well? People in weaker positions tend to try and exert power. I think what's amazing about the BDSM and the kink space and the, and the dom and subspace is that there's, there's an avenue for everything. I'm yeah. sure that would be something that, that exists. Um, I think, you know how I was saying that, that there's parties that I'll specifically schedule the night off to come to. Often they're the BDSM parties. That's kind of like yep. the community that, that, I'm, that I'm drawn to. So it's really funny that you've picked this story on the day that I have arrived <laughs> and that I'm here. It's very relatable. It was, I mean, it was a hot story. There was, a, it was like lots of, I mean, she was just getting fed cocks by, wait, she was saying like my mark. I didn't know if that meant, my mark is in her mark. Like, like the, the person the, that she'd come with. Was named Mark yeah. or was like she was referring to him as a like she marked him. You know, like when you're a scammer, it's just like they call someone a mark or something like that. It's like mm. someone that they've targeted. Mm. It's just like my mark did this to me. What do you reckon? I thought it was like my mark as in like my – like that's what, that's what she called her, her dom. 
the person that she'd come with. Right. Who was Mr. We X? Can clarify. Was, did it, Mr. X was just there on the night. Yeah, so I think Mr. Six. X was roped in to the play and the private room. Yeah, and he he turned out to be this fantastic orchestrator of cocks. Yeah, <laughs> not him. The cock it's like whisperer. a traffic controller for cocks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, yep, yep, no. Slow, slow. <laughs> I like this. It's like, you fuckers slow and match my rhythm. Yeah, but it's very dominant. I was like, ooh, okay. Very yes. dummy. Yeah. Um, I, I think... Oh, sorry. I was going to tell three C's. If those of you don't know, that's the three C's is our gangbang event for for that we hold at the club every now and then. Mm-hmm. The next one's coming up in May, actually, mm-hmm. the 29th of May, somewhere around there. Um, and that's just an FYI for you. The I love like the politeness of like. Would you like some more cocks? How about a nice cock, a fat cock? Yeah. <laughs> like just so. It's like a waiter coming to your table. Yeah, like Absolutely. just coming up with the, you know. Can I, I offer you dessert yeah. this evening? I'm imagining like. Have you ever been a tea? Have you been to high tea and they come over with like the little the little tea, um, the tea box and they've got all the different teas. All the selection. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what would you like, madame? It's just like, would you like a thin or thick cock? <laughs> yeah, that's how she should be spoken mm, to. I'd like the veiny one, please. Oh, God. <laughs> As long as there's manners, yeah, you can okay have with it. You, want. you can yeah. have whatever you want. As you can yeah. have a giant, as long as you uh, ask traffic nicely. cone of a cock. <laughs> traffic <laughs> cone. Oh, my friend actually gifted me. This is really off piece, yeah. But gifted me um, before he went back overseas um, a alien tentacle dildo. Oh. That is shaped like a traffic cone. It's like tapered right to the tip. Wow. Full tentacle vibes. It comes up to about that thick, like it's huge. Jeez. But it is a spectacle of a thing. And it's amazing. How, how's it gone? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, does it, that's like hentai stuff, right? Yeah. Well, the tentacle op- porn is a, like, is a very popular, mm. thriving industry. But um, I'm so fascinated, again, off-piece, so fascinated oh, by the alien dildos have you seen this and the eggs you can like inseminate someone (gasps) with like you feed this egg it's huge like this gelatin egg into someone (gasps) and then it it's inside them and then it all melts and like spills out of them like a cream pie oh my god it's rad it's wild what's it (laughs) (laughs) what color is it it's oh Oh, it comes in different colors yeah it can come in different colors but it's like this like it's it's kind of solid at room temperature or like jelly solid, yeah. and then as soon as it's inside you, the heat of your body melts it all. Oh my god, that's hot! Yeah, and you can feed like multiple in it. I'll have to send you a photo. It's it's like so hectic and amazing. Damn. Yeah. Have you ever watched hentai porn or t- tentacle porn? I don't. Know. I ha- I think I've I think I've dabbled in a lot of You've different dabbled? porn. Like yeah. you just kind of get down porn. Rabbit holes. I think I've seen it once. And as soon as you come, you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm disgusting. Yeah. I've seen it once. Like, or maybe it was just a clip and it was just basically a, a very busty woman getting. It's like the, the s- animated person. Yes. With the huge tits. Yeah, the huge yeah. tits. Like the waist that's like the size of this pen yeah. here. Uh, and then this giant hips and this perfectly pink puffy pussy. And then as she's basically being strangled around her body. There's there's one wrap, so it's almost like spiraling up her body, yeah. and it's feeding into her mouth. And yeah. then there's another one just feeding into her pussy, and she's just like, mm. <laughs> "Did she make that noise?" <laughs> but like from a three C's perspective, yeah. it's kind of like 
tentacle porn, right? Mm. Just like just coming at you from all angles. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I don't know where the next one's coming from. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about the slime, but into like they're slimy, right? Like the cocks or the tentacles. <laughs> the tentacles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, if it's slimy. You don't know. You don't know if you feel I that. I don't know, but maybe it's, it's like, like a snake. Like, they look slimy, but they're not. Maybe, but also the fact that it's like whether it's slimy or not, it's not up to you. You just kind of have to deal you, with you it. You have That's to surrender. Literally, yeah, yeah. I'm surrendering it's to this like, right, slimy. This is this is slimy. I guess you know it's well, just slimy. It's it's going to be slimy in me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe it is me because, like, you know, Jess pulls the exact same faces as some of the shit that I'm <laughs> saying on this podcast. Uh, thanks, Sally, for re, uh, sending in that story. That was um, that was very enjoyable. We do want to know more about the Jip Rocker. So if you can tell us about the Jip Rocker in another lengthy, girthy story like that, that would mm. be fantastic. We can read it, uh, have it read out on another episode in the future. Yeah. Also highlights that this is a space for exploration. Yeah. Like if you, there's something that you want to – do or yeah something that you want to look into this is the space to come to explore that i tell you on saturday night i did have another uh gentleman talk to me about the uh, episode that we did about uh three c's mm-hmm. the last three c's and i talked about a, a woman who came in were you did you work the last three c's yes yeah and the woman who came in somewhere near the end and then i thought she was going to be not doing so well. She's really timid and shy. I had like half an hour left or something. She yeah, and really she, late. Or like yeah, half an hour, an hour left, whatever it was. And then next next minute, she was just upstairs. I just saw her getting her oh ass God, fucked. I remember then, that it was like five guys. Yeah, and then I you and Michelle there. were sitting and watching, and well, I came over and I was like, "Wow, I love that. Good yeah. on her. You really made use of this last half an hour <laughs> that you had." So the, there was a gentleman there who just goes, "Oh, I was so." fun listening to that story because i was there i was in that i was that guy i was one of the guys yeah i was one of the tentacles yeah he's just like so i heard it so i got to tell my partner about it from my perspective Mm -hmm. and then heard it from your perspective so that was fun like hearing about and then he filled in a couple of blanks as well it's like you know she was just uh, um she was really gagging on some cocks and it's just like some guys like yeah (laughs) is she okay and it's just like she's doing that to herself like she's pulling herself to the gag position, like yeah. grabbing their ass cheeks or whatever and just like reefing itself on that cock. I was like, thank you for sharing that information. That's a trooper. That. We love that. <laughs> it's a girl after my own heart. Lady, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> application approved. We love the enthusiasm. Yeah, just send in the next application for the next three seasons and just go as above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the podcast. Just <laughs> reference the podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's me. It's just like, welcome back. Uh, we're going to move on to my favorite bit of the podcast, which is bribery. So we're going to ask you, the listener, to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If we read out your review on a month in review episode, which will be at this point next week, uh, you'll get a free entry to the club on a night of your choice, pending availability. You haven't, heard, you, haven't, you haven't heard that before, have you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm getting new reactions now because like Jess is like, oh, whatever. Oh, this guy oh, and he has dad. to do his fast speech. And I was just like, otherwise, otherwise you can get in touch with us. Uh, play is email info at oursecretspot.com.au, social media at our secret spot on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can call us on 0478-131-769 or go Don't ahead. FaceTime. Someone keeps trying to FaceTime the phone. Stop doing that. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird, yeah. (laughs) You would just probably just see a a traffic cone It turns the music off as well. It's very annoying. 
Oh, I just go, I have it on Do Not Disturb now because yeah. of the face, the, the serial FaceTimer on the weekend. Assholes. And then a follow up text, please FaceTime, please pick up. When does that ever work? Yeah. I want to be lewd and rude with you. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. No. Or head along to the website, oursecretswap.com.au, buy yourself a ticket to one of our upcoming events and come say hello to myself or Yazzie in the flesh. She'll be more personable. I'll be more cranky. That's the deal we have. <laughs> Thanks, Yazzie, for joining us today. Um, We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Tune in at this stage next week. So we're going to have a special, an extra episode for you this month. So thanks for listening and bye for now.